Hello, everybody. Bob Oxley here for tips, topics, issues, and positions. And today's show, we are honored to have Don Willie with us, who is the executive director of the Thai Center and also the SBDC regional director. And welcome, Don, to the tips program. Thank you. Glad to be here. I guess my first question is pretty ignorant. Uh, in your title, it says uh, di- Executive Director of the Thai Center. What is the Thai Center? What does that stand for? I live my life in acronyms. So <laughs> hopefully I don't rail off too much. That's today. the way the world is today, right? <laughs> so the, technolo- the Thai Center stands for Technology, Innovation, and Entrepreneurship Center. Fantastic. And then on, on your regional director also of the SBDC and that acronym stands, acronym stands for? That is the Small Business Development Center. Okay, fantastic. Okay, okay, listeners and viewers, you, you've, you understand that now because of my ignorance just showed through again here. <laughs> uh, I'm welcome to the show. I know you are extremely busy. I've had the opportunity to work with you on a steering committee and uh, a few other events, and uh, I know how busy you are. So for you to take time out of your busy schedule to, to uh, spend with us is, is just great. Uh, the reason you're here is I'm getting a lot of inquiries from the audience. They hear this about this innovation plaza at Dixie State University, and not not only from student the students, uh, faculty, and staff and administration here at Dixie State, but also our listeners that are residents of the community of St. George and surrounding areas here in Washington County. So I thought, well, I better get to talk to the executive director here and get him on board and answer a few of my questions, which will really help out our listeners uh, also. So uh, let me, we always start off really basic. So when we hear uh, in the, read in the paper or hear word of mouth about the new innovation plaza at Dixie State University, where is it located and uh, how long has it been open? If it's open now, is it open? How long is it open during a day? And just give me some of the basics, and so our listeners, we can get a foundation to work from there. Great. I'll give you some good and bad news ben, on that front. Okay. Um, the great news is that it's a place that's very familiar with many residents of uh, St. George. So it's actually, Innovation Plaza is the old East Elementary. Oh, um, okay. And it's been fun to walk people through who will point out, hey, that's you know my fourth grade classroom or I <laughs> kindergarten or preschool or uh, first grade was there and they remember their teachers and student uh, their peers from that time and it's really fun to to see them uh, relive some of those memories as we walk through um, so we're in the stage right now of renovation over at innovation plaza okay. and we're really excited about the potential uh, as as this is coming together I know there's been a lot of hype in the community we've heard a lot about it but what is it right what, exactly that's why you're here I, and I'm getting that same feedback I'm yeah. getting people saying would you please put a show together? I don't, I'm reading about this. I'm excited about it, but where is it? What is it? And who's, who's eligible to partake, partake in the activities there? And so that's why you're here. Yeah. Well, a lot of really fun components are, are coming together. And this is uh, a lot of heavy lifting from many people here at the university uh, and through the community. I think one thing that's important to know is this is a convergence of academics and business and ideas coming together uh, to collide and to create new concepts um, that can either be spun out into a business model and create a a business out of it. So it could be a student, a community member, and a faculty staff. Um, Anyone can utilize a facility. So it's open to the community. You don't have to be a student or a member of the faculty, administration, staff. You actually 
could be somebody that's uh, a resident of St. George or Washington County and just uh, contact your staff and saying, I have an idea. Yeah. So once we, (sighs) once we open anyone in the community, and that's something that's unique about our space, uh, as opposed to other spaces like it throughout the nation, is that many of them are secluded. And, And so you've got either this is just for faculty and staff, or this is just for students, or this is just for the community. Um, but there are very, very few that actually say, let's take all of those individuals and the brilliant ideas that they're developing, let's put them all in one facility and let those collisions happen and wow. let that networking happen. This is exciting. This is, is really exciting. So physically, it's located at East Elementary. That's off of University Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's... Just in the shadows of the stadium. Okay. So so is that operational now? So Innovation Plaza, it's being used for some aspects uh, of the uh, Thai Center. Um, Let me me kind of run down the the different pieces of Innovation Plaza. Thank you. What is operational, what is is not. So um, in the facility itself right now, uh, we have a few offices that are meeting there. Uh, We have the Success Academy. Uh, which is a, a charter high school focused on STEM, and, and um, um, uh, they, they meet there in, in some of the rooms uh, to help develop a pipeline where uh, this really is exposing uh, everyone in the community to what will be coming into Innovation Plaza. So there is definitely an academic component there, uh, Center for Teaching and Learning, uh, Dixie Online uh, will have uh, touch points and, and offices in the facility itself. And so we'll have faculty and staff coming over to be able to engage and uh, and develop professionally uh, through those opportunities. Uh, the other component, which really falls under the Thai Center, uh, is about business development and uh, prototyping and, and idea creation. So we are renovating right now. We're in phase one of the renovations uh, on the makerspace itself, and that's a print and prototype lab where we'll have everything from a 3d printer oh my to a sewing machine to quilting machines to um, laser cutters uh, that all are open to the community and and there will be a, a small fee to use uh, uh, that equipment but we're um, grateful to the uh, economic development administration for a grant that we received and to uh, a, a common name i would say is lindsay atwood um, who is a donor Wow. Uh, and Innovation Plaza uh, at the State of the University, it uh, was announced that the building will be known as the Atwood Innovation Plaza. Okay, so now it's called the Atwood Innovation Plaza. Mm-hmm. So listeners out there, if you're going to say it, say it right, Atwood Innovation <laughs> Plaza, Dixie State University. Fantastic. Okay. And, and we're honored to name it after him because and his family because of the commitment that uh, Trustee Atwood has. Uh, to this university and that he's put money where his mouth is. That's right. right. He's a successful entrepreneur himself. And he said, we need to generate um, an entrepreneurial spirit in this community. And that's really what we're driving here at Innovation Plaza. Fantastic. So um, let me just give you a couple scenarios and see how this plays with you. I'm not a a student, nor am I a member of the faculty at Dixie State University. I'm a resident of St. George, Utah, and I have this idea and I have no business experience, but I have this idea that I think would be of interest. So can you walk me through, what do I do first, second, third? Do I pick up the phone and contact one a member of your staff and saying, I've got this idea, I'm not a student, I'm not a member of the faculty or administration, but I'm a resident of St. George. So what happens then? So first and foremost, 
in that scenario, you've got a home at Innovation Plaza. Wow. Um, and, uh, and we're really excited to not just have a makerspace, which is currently under renovation, and uh, we expect to be operational as of January 1, 2019, okay. um, but it will be a one-stop shop. So for someone who has an, has an idea, or even if they don't have an idea, um, come to Innovation Plaza and meet with one of the counselors at the Business Resource Center that we have here. Uh, the Business Resource Center is the umbrella organization for the SBDC, the Small Business Development Center, uh, PTAC, which is a government contracting office. So they support businesses in securing a government contract, which is can be a, a huge benefit. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, the uh, SCORE office, which is business mentoring of uh, retired professionals that come in and put their arm around uh, a, a young uh bustling business and, and help them guide through. Um, and then USTAR, which is the Utah Science Technology uh, and Research Initiative. Uh, those are the, the core partners of the Business Resource Center. And so you come in with an idea and we'll sit down with you and we'll flush it out. We'll help you develop a business plan. We'll help you file uh, for uh, any license that you would need for your business as well as the state registration for business. Uh, so there's a very technical aspect of this where you know, you're not just going to come in and throw some ideas around and then walk out of the building. We're actually going to sit down and throw the ideas around and watch them stick. And Fantastic. So in other words, <clears throat> it's like hiring a complete consulting team mm -hmm. just for my idea. Mm -hmm. That's we'll, amazing. And we'll be there to be a support, a guide to you. Uh, so we'll help on the technical aspects. We'll help on some of the soft aspects as well, uh, even down to helping you secure funding through traditional sources and sometimes non-traditional sources as okay, well. Okay, and I can, I can hear some of my listeners saying, okay, he's actually set this up. Now the next question is, what is it going to cost me to do this? So all of the services that are offered through the Business Resource Center are free of charge. We don't oh we don't charge for any of those. So any of the consulting we do, uh, we do it uh, we do it at no cost because we want to make sure that everyone in our community has an opportunity to uh, register their business and launch a business. And and so there's definitely some skin in the game. So we're not going to pay for a state registration. You've got to pay for that that seventy dollars for an LLC or. Uh, or for other registrations, that's that's on you. But we will be the ones to guide you, and we'll do it all for free. This is absolutely, this is even better than I assumed. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding you. This is just fantastic. And the people I've talked with that encouraged me to invite you here to talk about the Innovation Plaza, this is even better because I couldn't give them any answers. I couldn't give them their I didn't know if there was a fee. Uh, I had no idea. But this is absolutely uh, fantastic. Okay. Let's take it. So that what you're saying is this in the innovation plaza is open literally to everybody mm -hmm. in Washington County, uh, everybody, a member of the Dixie uh, staff, uh, administration, faculty, students. Can you walk me through, just give me a scenario as to a specific, uh, like if, for instance, if you decided, if, if you, the consulting group decide, uh, well, let's make a prototype of this and using your 3D printer to do that. Does the um, business person with the idea, do they pay for the utilization of those those facilities? Mm -hmm. Okay. So as, we, as we'll meet with clients, and they come in at every stage of business, right? Some, some come in and say, I've got a little bit of money. I've always wanted to own a business. So what can I do? And, you know, if they were interested in franchising, we'll help them with that. If they... Uh, just want to do something completely different, we'll just bounce ideas until they find something that, that works, right? So 
at any at any stage, you know, they can come in, and then we'll guide them through this process. Um, and when it's appropriate, um, we'll then help them uh, navigate the makerspace where they can go and prototype. Um, oh and we'll have woodworking equipment and 3D printers, like I mentioned, uh, laser cutters, CNC. I mean, we're we we've got almost eight hundred thousand dollars in equipment. Um, again, because of the generosity of, of Trustee Atwood and, and the EDA, um, to be able to provide state-of-the-art equipment, um, even having uh, medical-grade 3D printers in the lab. Oh, my gosh. Um, and so a community member could come in, and they'll pay a subscription fee. So it, it's not going to be per use of machine, but uh, they can come in for a day and, and pay a small fee or a month, or even if they just want to have access for a year, and they'll get a, a, an access card. They can come in as they're trained on the equipment, then they can utilize it. Um, and that covers the cost for us for the, the all the supplies associated. And so they can come in and, and utilize that and, and experiment and tinker and wow. come up with something. And and then we help to them. This seems to like it's too good to be true, Don. <laughs> Honestly, this is just like I'm so I, when I was younger, <laughs> I boy, I could have taken advantage of this situation. This is absolutely uh, wonderful. Um what happens if uh, your great idea, your help, and it takes off, okay, and we're looking at a patent? Mm -hmm. is, there, is there a contract between the innovation center and the individual? It's applied for a patent, patent pending, and all of a sudden they've got the patent, and this particular item has taken off. Um, is there any exposure on the part of the individual? Well, let me let me kind of separate this and okay. say that um, there are some adjustments that are being made in some of the university policy that apply to faculty and staff, and so you know that that's I'll defer on that okay. front. What I'll talk about are community members um, and even students that uh, can utilize the facility. Um, at the end of the day, we would love for those utilizing the space um, to be able to give back to the university in some form or fashion. Um, and so if they choose as their business takes off to uh, to donate and provide the same experience back to others that they received, um, we would love to see that happen, but there's no obligation. There is um, no obligation. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason I asked that question is because some of our listeners had heard a rumor that because they're outside of the Dixie State University community, outside of the community, that there would be some sort of a contractual split on the success, a percentage going, and you just resolve that yeah. myth. So, so let's say that I, I come up with a, a new microphone, right, and I prototype it, I launch a business out of there, I've done all the uh, all of the research as a, as a just everyday Joe, and and uh, just utilize the facility, um, that they're not under an obligation to give a percentage of their, uh, their company. Um, this is a community space, again, and, and uh, we want it to be seen as such. And, and if they choose that they want to give back, and, and maybe that includes a, a share of the company or just a, a one-time donation to the university, uh, we would welcome that, obviously. I mean, we yes. want to be able to expand this. And the reason why we can offer so many services uh, at, at, a, uh, at a rate that is affordable um, and free uh, for those business resource center services um, is because of the generous donations of those that see the opportunity here. So we hope that, that we, we get the pay it forward mentality. Like Trustee Atwood. Yeah, yeah. So we hope wow. that, that pay it forward mentality plays <laughs> and, and uh, we just can, can continue to grow this and expand the services. Um, I mean, we would love to expand the makerspace beyond what it's at because we've got so many people coming in to utilize it. I, I can see that happening. 
I can see that I'm, I'm thinking to myself three, four years from now that we're going to be busting at the seams mm-hmm. because the words out, the quality of the help that's available. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we wanted to see the St. George, Washington County area explode. Mm-hmm. And that, that coincides with the projection of population increase projections. And here you are setting up and for people with ideas and so they can stand on their own two feet and move forward. And here Dixie state university is involved with that effort. Wow. What a positive thing. And just think a word of mouth when we have one of those people are fortunate that their ideas take off and where did you get the help from? What a story Mm -hmm. to tell. That's amazing. Wow. It is. It is amazing. Okay. Now, let me ask a little bit, a couple questions about yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you are, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm kind of prejudiced because I know you. Um, <laughs> you seem to have the uh, Midas touch, as they say. Uh, when you're looking at grants and applying for things, it seems like the way you put these together, that both the federal and the state government kind of like say, it's Don Willie, here he comes again. And. <laughs> It just uh, seems to move so slow, and we're getting awarded large sums of grants to uh, help us forward. Where did you get this? I'm, I know this, I'm, people out there say, where does this guy learn all this? Where did you get this training from? Where, where did this expertise come from? I mean, not that I'm complaining. I'm loving it. Yeah. But uh, just, it's amazing. Where did you come from, and how did this all happen? Well, let me, let me first give credit uh, where credit is due. Obviously, this is uh, a monumental effort. And so there are a lot of people that are, are putting a lot of time and energy. Um, and so it, no one no one gets the, the glory and the fame individually. It's, it's definitely a community effort. Um, and really the, the driver behind the initial grant that we received with the match from Trustee Atwood uh, is Dean Kyle Wells uh, in the business uh, school. And, and uh, the time and effort that he put into writing the grant and revising the grant and meeting with EDA um, really, I think, needs to be recognized as as something, as, as the driver for this. I mean, that really creates the opportunity uh, for Innovation Plaza to take off. And subsequently, um, we've received a second EDA grant uh, that designates us as a university center, um, ironically, in partnership with our, our uh, good friends up north. Uh, yeah, that starts with an S, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be careful. I, what I say, right? Um, but we're, we're thrilled to be able to partner with them and be designated. And, and this is a competition uh, that was open to the entire Western region. Um, I was on a call yesterday and, and really just realized how prestigious this is. Um, you know, we, we, it's, it was in competition with our flagship institution, other larger institutions, uh, and yet we were selected to be able to lead out with that grant. Um, and then just a few weeks ago, uh, we were uh, selected as a top 10 finalist for the American Dream Ideas Challenge, wow. uh, which is a million-dollar grant uh, that will help us implement uh, strategies to raise the um, the middle class in Utah. That is fantastic. Uh, and so really it, it's one of those times where you just feel like everything falls into place. And, and uh, I think it's mainly, if I can attribute it to a, a dream team that we've assembled and we're continuing to assemble here at Dixie State University, that's what it comes down to. I mean, I've got a, a background in, in uh, grant writing and management. By no means was I formally trained in it, but um, I think when you just have uh, the right idea and the right intentions, and you can articulate that, it's, that's, you know, they, yeah. the, uh, these individuals who are reviewing the grants, they see that. They can see the energy. They can see the momentum. Um, and definitely, I mean, it, it goes back to the, the groundwork that's already been laid. 
um, with, with Trusty Atwood, with uh, Dean Wells, with Dean Patterson, many others on the campus here, um, of course, uh, the provost and president leading, that when these ideas are submitted to others to consider, they look at it and say, yeah, this is this is brilliant. We need we need to implement this. We need to fund this. We need this to happen. I, I uh, can attest to that. I, I had the pleasure of sitting in on one of your steering committees, and uh, I just fell right into the trap. Along mm-hmm. the quality of the people sitting around that table and the ideas and the encouragement to be innovative mm-hmm. in our thinking, uh, think outside the box uh, to achieve uh, the goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was an amazing uh, experience for me personally. I uh, really uh, I can see why you're successful and your staff and and like you said, uh, Dr. Wells and, and uh, everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like it truly is an effort. And I remember uh, that uh, President Williams said he wanted this university to be the community's university. Mm-hmm. And this is just another one of those key steps that opens up the doors and makes things available mm-hmm. uh, to all of the citizens uh, of our area and take a utilization of the Innovation Plaza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you're trying to be humble and you won't say that I'm the greatest <laughs> grant writer in the world. So uh, I'll go along with that. I just I just read, I read about, every <laughs> once in a while when I see these million-dollar grants being awarded, I see your name there. So uh, you know, but you're just that way. I know that. I'm, I'm putting you on, obviously. The uh, the student body themselves, okay, are they, I don't see it. I'm teaching and I don't see it. Uh, is it because we're waiting for it to become fully operational? The Innovation Plaza will become fully operational in January 19, uh, 2019. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming there's a lot of students that uh, have some great ideas mm-hmm. and this is a great opportunity for them, but we're not really promoting it a lot. We're making everybody aware of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just because we're just waiting for it to be fully operational. Is that what your game plan is? That's exactly it. I mean, we want everyone to know what's coming, um, but there's no reason to wait with a business idea until January, right? There's a lot of, a lot of prep work that happens um, in conversation and establishing an entity uh, that we can do right now. And, of course, the Business Resource Center is operational. We're in North Burns uh, with all those great counselors and partners that uh, we can sit down with individuals. And we, I, I'm, I've worked with probably four or five students in the last week, That's and great. three of them are filed as corporations now with the state. So, um, I mean, we're working hard to, to help these ideas come to fruition um, we do have some equi- equipment that's operational in the business school um, that uh, students and uh, faculty can use. We have a, a room that's the Thai Center room uh, right now uh, before we make that transition and, and expand, of course, substantially. Um, but we can help right now, and, and uh, listeners can uh, uh, they can head to uh, southernutahbusiness.org. Uh, for a full menu of all those services um, that we that we have now, um, and as we get closer to the launch of Innovation Plaza, um, we'll roll out a new website actually that will have uh, all the details that the community wow. needs to be able to sign up, engage, and participate in all those services. That is that is absolutely fantastic. So the the clock's ticking, and we're we're counting down mm-hmm. to January 2019. That's mm-hmm. that's going to be. 
the launch. And is the website going to be put out sometime in January then? And uh, we'll actually launch the website in December. For in December. The, here we go. Yeah, so. so we can start to see it. So some of the equipment will start getting installed in early December. Um, this is, you know, it's a learning curve for a lot of people. And, and so uh, we want to be open and transparent. Um, but it takes quite a bit of time to uh, to get the equipment up and running and to calibrate it so that when a community member comes in, they're not having to deal with uh, glitches in the No technology. frustrating experiences, exactly. in other words. Exactly. As so, smooth as possible. So we want to take the time to make sure everything is up and running, operational, uh, running smoothly before uh, we open it to the public wow. so we can just hit the ground running and, and get those that prototyping going quickly. As usual, Don, it looks sounds to me like you and your entire staff and everybody involved with this innovation class, uh, Atkins Innovation mm-hmm. class, excuse yep. me, I have to get that straight now. Um, you're thinking through everything as usual. You're crossing all the T's, dotting all the I's, mm-hmm. and you're trying to make this as much a, a positive experience as possible. And you're taking, I'm just thinking how wonderful this is. Somebody with an idea that has no business experience can walk into the plaza and you can take them from A to becoming a corporation or an LLC mm-hmm. and their idea becomes fruition. It becomes reality. Mm-hmm. What an amazing thing. Yeah. What an amazing, just think about that. What an amazing thing that you have put together along with, like I said, Dr. Wells and, and a number of other people on this campus. And this is exactly what we wanted. We wanted the community to feel part of Dixie State and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I'm, is there anything else you want to add I'll to just, our listeners? I'll just say this, and, and it dovetails in, in what your comment was. Uh, we want this to be a transformative experience for anyone that comes into the facility. Um, uh, we have limitations, obviously, and, and we can only do so much. We get a lot of people that come in and, you know, they want a grant to start a business, and there are very few out there that we can point them to. Um, but we want to do whatever we can to help uh, anyone in this community to launch a business. I mean, it, it gives them a sense of pride. It gives them ownership. Uh, can raise the standard of living for their entire family for generations to come. Uh, and so we take a lot of pride in what we do, and, and we're, it's a heavy burden. It's a, it's a weight on us, right? We want to make sure that we're doing uh, everything we can. And so we, we commit to that, that we want this to be a transformative experience. We want to give access uh, to as many individuals to utilize everything that we have um, in that facility. So we're, we're, we're ex- as excited as everyone else to open those doors. I know it's a little bit of a longer wait um, than we have would have wanted, but we're excited that in January we'll be able to it's open those not doors that far and off. welcome the community. In. Oh, this is just fantastic. Well, I hate to say that my technician has just given me an indication <laughs> saying, I told you the time would fly by. It goes quick. It, uh, I want to thank you again for c- taking time out of your busy schedule. Obviously, the listeners and the viewers can understand how busy you are, thinking about everything that you're uh, involved with as far as Innovation Plaza is concerned and, and getting the whole program operational by January of 2019. I want to thank you once again on behalf of the listeners and the uh, viewing audience for coming and taking time out of that schedule. Don Willie, ladies and gentlemen, uh, was a wonderful discussion. You've answered a lot of questions, dispelled a lot of myths, <laughs> so I'm glad we're moving forward. And if, if, if you'd have to be uh, uh, numb uh, not to understand and to be excited about the opportunities that uh, if you have a great idea, there's a place to go now to make that uh, a reality. And it's the innovation, pla- excuse me, the Atkins Innovation uh, Atwood. Plaza, Atwood. Um, Atwood, excuse yep. me, Atwood Innovation Plaza. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another show. This has been another tip show. Uh, this is Bob Oxley. Uh, you can listen to this show at 3 p.m. on Friday on KDXI 100.3 FM and rebroadcast at 4.30 p.m. on Saturday on KDXI 100.3 FM. Or if you want to see Don's great-looking face and put up with the old man Bob Oxley on this end, you can look at us at Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and our pod, uh, podcast affiliate, uh, Podbean. Uh, until next week, this is Bob Oxley signing off, and please have a great day. Goodbye now.